I think a healthy community is, well, there's opportunity for anyone seeking it, right? So we need diversity and diverse opportunities for access to resources and then the support that comes with it. So no matter your background, who you are, how much money you have or your beliefs, if you want to start something, if you want to be a part of something in your community, you should have the opportunity to do that. So I think that's really healthy. You're listening to the Fit Fabulous Life podcast, where we share stories that encourage you to be in the driver's seat of your own well-being and create a life you love. I'm your host, Kay Cote, and my hope is that you find stories on this podcast that you can relate to that encourage you and remind you of how fabulous you really are. Did you know that spending time in community with others helps with decreasing feelings of loneliness while increasing your quality of life? Yes. Having friendship and social connections helps provide intellectual stimulation as well as emotional support. If you're curious how you can learn about all the benefits social interactions have to help you increase your well-being, this episode is for you. Jenny Sheets is the Entrepreneurial Programs Manager at Emerging Prairie. Jenny grew up in Fargo but has spent the last 15 years of her life in Bozeman, Montana until Fargo brought her home. She has a master's in public administration as well as a master's in creative writing. Her passion is writing, language, and storytelling and helping other people tell their stories. Not only that, Jenny is a mom to her one-year-old son and she is helping make Fargo the number one city in the nation. In this interview, Jenny and I chat about the benefits of community and how you can find one you love. And if you don't know where to start, we're going to share on where and how to get involved in a community. We're also going to talk about work-life balance and how integrating social time and time to connect is crucial for your well-being. Welcome, Jenny, to the show. Thank you so much, Jenny, for joining me today. I've absolutely loved connecting with you over the last few months. And I I just want to share with the audience a little bit about how we met. We, you know, just started meeting in the startup community as I was just getting back into the startup community. And Jenny was also new, kind of new to the community in a way. And we just really connected over founders, things, as well as just like wearing all the hats as a woman in business and, and finding motivation in that. So Uh, Jenny, I'd love to hear a little bit about you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I am so glad that we met. I remember, I think, seeing you at Startup Brew, if that's if I can remember correctly, and um, was immediately drawn to your energy. And that's what excites me about Fargo is there is so much energy going on right now, and especially in the startup community and people starting businesses. So I was so excited to learn you had so many things going on. I was like, oh, I have to meet meet this woman and know more about her. And, um, and since then, you've introduced me to so many people. And that's what this community is about, just the introductions and getting plugged in. Uh, yeah, I grew up here. So I, I was born in Montana, but spent most of my life in Fargo and then left uh, about halfway through college, uh, but then did come back and, and finished and, got, and graduated from MSUM. So I'm a dragon. And, uh, and then I was gone again. So I've been gone for about 16 years and I didn't really see Fargo evolve into what it is now. And so recently when I came back and ha- and just got more plugged in, I thought, wow, what is going on here? Like, this is really cool. This is an awesome city. 
And I was seeing more concerts and restaurants and, and murals downtown. I mean, and just downtown in general has blossomed into this gorgeous thing. And um, so we were super excited. My husband and I were super excited to move back and, and just kind of visit a new city. It feels like we're visiting this place for the first time. Um, so I started, I just moved back in November of 2021 and started working at Emerging Prairie where I manage founders programming. So I get to work with anybody who has started a company at any stage. So whether they're in ideation and just tell me that they have an idea and don't know how to get started or, or they're raising funds and looking for investors all the way up to people who are veteran entrepreneurs and wanting to mentor and give back. So I have the coolest job of just getting to meet people and help them. Jenny, I love what you do at Emerging Prairie and just like your personality in general, you are infectious. You're an inviting person. You're uh, someone that I, I feel is comforting to people in a way and encouraging to people. And that's really cool. Like wow. you're, you're working with like such a gamut of people and just to be able to step into that role and then delegate to wherever someone needs to go, whether it be in an, into an incubator or connecting someone with a mentor. And even just like when you stand on that stage every week at Startup Brew, giving announcements and introducing us to cool people in our community. I think it's just so cool what you're doing. And it's, it's a vital to the growth. I think you're a huge component of that. So it's, I'm oh so my glad. Gosh. <laughs> I'm That's glad such a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> that is such a compliment. Well, I, I think for the first time in my life, you know, at 37 years old, I finally feel like I get to have an impact on my community. I lived somewhere before this where it was moving really fast and it was moving. I didn't feel like I ever got plugged in even after 15 years. So it is just the coolest, really biggest gift I could get to feel like I'm making an impact and getting to meet amazing people and, um, and getting to help people. I love it. I have so much fun. So thank you. That's so nice of you to say. You know, it, I love that too. It is so fun here. And I think there's something magical about this community specifically it's growing I love seeing all the growth but it's not impossible to like you said to get plugged in and to be part of right that. Like, you can like ask go to any of those events you can ask almost any probably anybody hey I'm new here can I how do I get plugged in or how do I you know I want to make friends how do I volunteer and like there's somebody that's going to help you around every corner to get you get you connected. And I saw it's that when true. I moved here too. Yeah. It's wild that like we have a very thriving startup community and business community. But what's unique about Fargo is that you actually can almost get on the phone with anybody. And I mean, at Startup Brew, I remember being able to introduce a new founder to the mayor that easily. Mayor Mahoney was there in the audience. And I said, oh, hey, come over here and meet this, this new person. There, what? I, where else can you do that? And you know, if somebody else says, "I really admire this company," I would love to get to an introduction. I just hop on and you know, connect them via email, and, and there they they're off and having coffee. Like that's that. I don't know if that happens very many places. You know, it'd actually be a really fun study to see. You know, especially these kind of small to mid-sized cities that I think are offering these things. Like Fargo is one of those. I I, I was actually. Funny story. I was, um, I saw a magazine that said like best cities to live in 2021. This was last year. And I, I picked it up and right away, of course, the first ones are like Austin, Seattle, you know, you get right. these, like top that, you know, are going to be there. 
But before I put the magazine down, I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep going. And then there was a section on like small to mid-sized cities. Fargo was in there. No way. It was in that magazine. Just like Austin, just like Seattle, Fargo was looked at as one of the top cities of growth, places to live, happiest community, you know? So that was a big, that shows a lot about what Fargo is doing. And yeah, um, yeah, it's so fun to be a part of that. That is really cool. Yeah. It's so much more. I was just having this conversation earlier. It's so much more than just the resources that are available. It's the community. It's how do you feel like you're a part of something? Um, And it's not so just cutthroat and all about money and, you know, building the biggest, fastest growth community or business, whatever it's, it's about feeling like you're part of something. And so Fargo has that. It kind of has all of it. I think we're really onto something here. I think so too. And it inspires me like what kind of like coming back into the startup world or into entrepreneurship out of a corporate job, you know, after I left my corporate job, I was a little bit lost. This is before all the ideas were happening, all the things I was working on. And I remember seeing one thing, the Emerging Prairie Founders Retreat, and something told me, go to this event. And I remember as I was driving out there, I had anxiety going out there. And I was like, that's when you know you need a retreat. (laughs) And I was like driving out there, having all this anxiety. It was snowing. And I was like, what am I even doing? I don't belong here. And I got there. And I remember by the end of the event, it was transformative for, I think, every person there. It was, we came in and we left completely different people. And that's what it was just, it was, I needed to be there. And that's where I found my love for yoga and started teaching yoga. Wow. That's that's where I met the person I work with now with Patty Post over at Checkable Medical, who I do podcast production for. It just was something about the community even condensed down into a retreat. It was those people. It was a a Mm -hmm. handful of those people. And I would encourage anybody who's even has an idea to check that out because there are sponsorships too. There's, there's ways to get there. Right. And I felt like that. I like, I cried. That's how oh, it was. <laughs> I love hearing that. Cause it starting a company is scary and isolating and being a founder, no matter what stage you are, can be really lonely. So we just try to make all these opportunities where people can meet each other so that you feel like, cause it's so, if you start a company, it's so hard to talk to your friends or even your partner about what you're feeling because you're constantly in your head and you're thinking about that business 24 hours a day. It's in your sleep. It's during the shower. It's, it's on a date, no matter what you're doing, you're thinking about your business and you can't unplug. And the only other people who really understand that are a lot of people who have also founded a company. And you, when you have that, and you can remember back to that moment where you had the idea for your business, nobody else can relate to that except for founders. So I love creating those opportunities where people can connect, let your guard down and just be around other people who understand what you're going through. So I love hearing that you went to that and got something out of it. Yes, it was so huge. And that is so important for, for, you know, there are a lot of people who are, I think Fargo gives the means and the ability to start something up, um, knowing with like a, a minimal risk in a way, because you know, that like the the company or the support of the community, you'll be able to find a job. You'll be able to like ebb and flow as you grow things. And that's the beauty of it here. And I think like 
for our well-being, especially as founders and community members, it's so important to like focus on our well-being and our wellness as a whole. So mm-hmm. um, how do you think that having a healthy community helps your overall well-being? I think a healthy community is, well, there's opportunity for anyone seeking it, right? So we need diversity and diverse opportunities for uh, access to resources and then the support that comes with it. So no matter your background of who you are, how much money you have or your beliefs, if you want to start something, if you want to be a part of something in your community, you should have the opportunity to do that. So I think that's really healthy. Um, And then being supportive and open to newcomers to our community. That's, that creates a really healthy community, right? Like the fact that, you know, if, if people want to move here, which we hope that they do, because we want to keep growing and, and be more diverse, that they're going to be welcomed. Um, And that's, that to me is, is a really healthy community. And then of course, um, the ability for economic development, community development, good schools. So then how does all of that help with us? Like, if you feel like you have a place in your community, and I think that'll help your your mental well-being a lot, that you feel like you're contributing. Everybody just wants to feel like they have value and they're worth something. So whether you're starting a company or not, if you're if you're an employee somewhere, but you feel proud of where you work, or if you have a faith organization or a group of friends, or um, you can hit up the local trails here in the green spaces, that's all just, that's going to make you feel like a better person. So I think that, you know, healthy all around community is so important to our health and well-being. That's so true. I couldn't agree more with yeah. that. Our community is so good about, about that and that, and that openness. That's the biggest thing too, is like nothing is worse, worse for anybody than being in their own head. And just to be able to yes. come to an active community where there's an event or something that you can go to even just connect and blow off some steam and get that almost that validation that you're, you're not in this alone and your thoughts are valid. And um, right. And, and right. And Even like go to the, exactly. And like, go to startup brew or go to the farmer's market or go to this show tonight where they're DJing and, and feel like, even if you're new to the community or you're alone, like maybe you'll go meet somebody. And I, I like to think that our community is really open to that, that you'll be welcomed wherever you are and whoever you are. That is so true. That is so well, so well said. And that's, you know, that's what I've been trying to do too with everything is that's my main thing is like to be a resource for people to find something in wellness. That's not intimidating, That it's like, I'm going to be there. Come work out with me. Like I have no judgment. I want friends. <laughs> I love that. And I, I think you absolutely succeed at that. Cause right when I met you and I said like, Oh, I was scared to dance on stage. And you said like, why? Like, we all can move, like just try. And, and you don't make anybody feel bad about where they at. You meet people where they are. And I love that. And that's, that's what I love about our community and and like what you're doing and other people are doing is just don't be intimidated and everybody's invited. Everyone's invited and everybody deserves a chance. How do you feel our community drives that engagement? I think Fargo, Moorhead and West Fargo, they're doing an awesome job of getting people engaged. A lot of, uh, a lot of free events are a great entry point just to go meet people in the community. So, I mean, Folkways is amazing. They do, you know, the Red River Markets, um, Ashley Morgan with Unglued and her events. Oh my gosh. So cool to go to like the craft fest at the mall this year and see all the different vendors. That's an easy way to go see an event, meet local artists and, and 
meet people who are running small businesses here and large businesses here in the, in the region. Lots of networking opportunities for new business owners. Startup Brew, of course, is one of my favorites. Every Wednesday at Fargo Brewing, every Wednesday morning, I love hearing people say, you know, I'm new to the community and I saw this advertised on LinkedIn or whatever and decided to show up. Like, that's so cool that you can just come and feel welcome to that. Um, but then there's also just so many other events with arts and culture and the restaurants here and uh, different ways to just go see what's going on. I, you know, I hope people check out the, just the calendars around town or like your newsletter or just this, to see what's going on, just give something a shot. I think there are so many opportunities to meet people here that whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, give it a shot, right? It, there are a lot of opportunities. So I think our, I think the Fargo-Moorhead area is doing a great job of trying to engage everybody. That is so true. And I love that you brought up my newsletter because I'm going to do a little shameless plug. Anybody who wants to know what's going on in the wellness community, free events, uh, places to learn about skincare, dietary needs, things like that, or just even to connect with somebody new, uh, definitely check out FargoFitFriend.com and hit the subscribe button. I promise I won't bombard your inbox once a week only with all sorts of things to do. Like Jenny, did you know there are more than three free yoga classes this month in the community that you can attend? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, That's awesome. Thank you. See, being able to have that all in one spot is super helpful. I wouldn't even know where to look for that. So thank you. Totally. You know, all of this, all these places to pick up these great, healthy social interactions. How do you feel that's a benefit to overall health? Do you think it's a necessary to, even for introverts to have some social interactions in their life? I do. And I think this became even more evident the last couple of years. I, I mean, so many of us were just, were all of a sudden working remotely or displaced or out of work or something happened. And we were completely cut off from society, from our friends, from our social circles. And I know that it hit me hard because I'm more extroverted, but I even sat with my introverted friends and coworkers that it got to be for a lot of people, it got to be too late by the time that they realized they needed some social interaction where they were depressed, they were really cut off and they didn't know what they needed until you come back out and you have some social interaction and you go, oh, that's what I was missing. I didn't even realize I was missing it. I think we're, we're human. We're, we are, we need other humans in our life. And even if you're an introvert, you know, just being able to interact a little bit, maybe it's a one-on-one, you know, grabbing a coffee with someone, maybe it's going to a book reading, maybe it is just going to browse the farmer's market where you don't have to talk to anyone, but you can just be around people. I think it's very critical to our health and wellness just to see other people. And I mean, I don't want to get too fluffy, but I really believe in the energy of people that when you're out, you can feel that energy and you want to surround yourself with lots of positive energy. So, you know, sometimes work, you know, hopefully everybody works in a good work environment, but sometimes it can be negative or sometimes you're just at home and you're stressed out. But a lot of these curated events around town are super positive because they're, everybody's out, they're having fun. So I, the farmer's market or trails days, going out to the trails, super fun, like, great, go try something new. But the energy there when you are with other people who are, are happy is going to lift you up. And even if you feel like I'm an introvert, I don't need people, try to fit it in a little bit because you don't want to get to a place where it's been too far and you realize, oh no, like I really need people and I don't know how to get plugged back in. So yes, I think it's critical to our health and wellness. Go be social, even just a little bit. 
Oh, you couldn't have said it better. It's so true. And, and that's, again, why this, there's so many great options here. Like you said, you can go to the farmer's market by yourself and just like, just to go and take in the live music or, or look around just to have some different visual stimulation to look around at all the produce or at all the cool handmade goods. Uh, that's huge. You're like, you don't have to go be a crazy extrovert or get on stage and dance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe the DJ show isn't your thing. That's okay. But there are also incredible talks at the universities. Like, you know, mm. go further your education. And I'm just blown away by what I'm seeing all the time. Like, oh my gosh, that person is coming and doing a reading or, you know, there are things going on for people who are gamers. And, you know, there's a, you know, you can go play video games with people or go play cards and game. Like it's, there's so much for everybody here. Oh, it's so true. And like just last weekend, I went to my first opera. Very cool. Was, How was it? It was amazing. And like the, the story behind it is so fun because there was a program for young artists and we brought in four or five young artists, opera singers from other parts of the country who were here for an extended amount of time to prepare for this opera. And uh, I had three of them in my yoga class. Wow. And so uh, it was just so cool to get to know them and like hear their experiences as like young opera singers. And one of them gifted me two tickets to go see the show. And that is so nice. Yeah. So I went and I took my first opera. It was Cinderella. And it was, I'm so glad it was this one because it was the funniest opera because opera is a little bit more like stoic usually, but this one was hilarious. Like I was laughing the entire time. And oh my gosh, I wouldn't expect to laugh at the opera. Right. It was so funny. And the characters that the students played, one of them, they were the stepsisters. And one of them was like all into fitness and she was doing some yoga moves on stage. And I was like, hey. I impacted her life. It was like a moment. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is awesome. I heard. So the director of the Fargo opera, actually gave an announcement at Startup Brew and got to sing. So it was so cool to hear him sing there. And he heard that, or I, I heard, he said that um, they do kind of edgier shows and they want to bring in a more diverse young audience. And uh, they're just trying to attract new people to the opera. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. I need to go check it out. For sure. It was a ball. I'm really glad I had the opportunity to go. That is so fun. See, all of these things, every night of the week, you could be out doing something cool. How can we continue to use this community to create a sense of family? You know, living here growing up, I had a really small family. It was just my immediate family. So we had no extended family, which a lot of people here do. So it was weird for me. You know, people are talking about grandparents and cousins and nieces and nephews, and we didn't have that. So my family then became non-blood. Like it was my, the people at work, my friends, the people at college and, and reaching out into the community for other people and support. And now as an adult, I see it happening even more. More people are moving to Fargo without family. So they rely on the network here to be their family. And just the other week, I talked to a founder. He's from Togo, Roland Alendu. He moved from Togo and started a business here. And now it is a very successful business, Alendu Textile. And he says, people ask him like, why are you in Fargo? You know, why don't you move to a bigger city or like, why don't you go start your company somewhere else where you could be maybe be more successful? And he says that now he can't imagine leaving because he's so connected here and 
has this big extended family that the network here is keeping his business alive. And I love to hear that. And I hope that that happens for everybody that they feel supported, whether, you know, like I said, that's in a faith-based organization or school or, you know, your children's school or however you can get connected that you feel supported here. You know, that's so true. And it's something I actually hadn't, I don't really think about very much, but it's so true for Pete and I as well. I mean, his family is all in South Africa and my family is, you know, they're, they're a lot of them are in North Dakota, but you know, the closest immediate family we have is in, it's like four hours from here, but I've had, I've met so many people here. Like I have to say, yeah, that's for Pete and I both. The, the community is our family here for sure. That's amazing. I love hearing that. Yeah. If you don't have family, you it's, you got to find it somewhere and it can be intimidating to go out and reach. So I guess it's good encouragement to all of us, right. To reach out to people that we can help too, because if you're new, it is scary to think like, well, how do I meet people? Where do I go? So you're inspiring me that I need to now invite some people over for dinner and reach out. Oh, it's, it's so fun. I want to do more. Um, I do women's brunches and I want to do more of them. So you'll have to come to one of my women's brunches. I am a big fan of brunch. Absolutely. Count me in. <laughs> Wonderful. It's like you had me at mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Yes. Mimosas one, two, and three. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That sounds like a great start to the day. Diving into a little bit about you as you're coming back to Fargo now, you know, like you said, 15, 16 years later, you're back in Fargo. What are a few things that inspire you the most as you dive back into community? Well, we moved back because we had a baby and we were in isolation in Montana. It was the pandemic. We were away from family. So we kind of moved back because we felt like we had to. And I didn't know what we were walking into in Fargo. Um, but like I said, the community, I've been blown away by what we're seeing and feel like we're really part of it. I think what inspires me the most is the growth here and the excitement for that growth. Cause I, I lived in a town and, you know, some rural communities where growth isn't exactly welcome because people have a way of doing things. They've got a certain culture. And, um, so sometimes change can be scary. But I feel like here, what it's super inspiring to hear people, they want it. They want the change. They want the new growth. They want new businesses moving in, new people moving in, new restaurants opening up. And that's been super inspiring to see that acceptance and that openness to it. I'm also inspired, I mean, on a personal level, I was really scared to leave Montana and leave nature and leave the wild that's out there. But there are so many beautiful parks here. So I feel like every, several times a week, I get out onto the trails here and get to visit a new park. And, um, you know, MB Johnson, one of my favorite places to go explore and down at Gooseberry and Lindenwood. So I, and the art and the culture and just like being able to surround myself with kind of all the things that I love and all in one place has been super inspiring. That is so encouraging too. And like, if you ever want to go, I love hiking. So like, if you ever want to go, um, I would love that. That'd be so fun. Yes. Yes. I love to hike, bike, run. Just, I want to be outside as much as possible. I had no idea there was a lot around Fargo. Like people are telling me about, um, you know, campgrounds and hiking near Grand Forks, um, the Cheyenne national grasslands, and then Buffalo state park, like just a short drive. There's a lot of nature around here. I'm so excited to explore it. Let's go together. That sounds great. Yeah. That would be super fun. Go hit a trail and grab some food after or something like yeah, that is the cool thing. Like, and it, it's nice that everything's kind of close by, but yet you can feel like you're 
getting away or like almost like a day trip or an overnight sometimes like bring the kids and that's really fun I love stuff like that so yeah that keeps me inspired but then it's nice to bring in these other things into my life like getting to go to the Rourke Art Museum and then the Plains Art Museum going out for Thai food and then you know, good, really good pizza. Like that just keeps me going. And I'm so grateful for all of that here. Mm, That is so true. We do have some good food. We have a good food scene here. Too good. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. I'm going out way too much, spending too much money, but it's worth it. Like, have you had any favorites lately? So honestly, just yesterday, I hadn't been to Mezzaluna in quite some time. And it was last week I heard the prior chef to to Mezzaluna. She spoke at Food of the North. It was an, it's another event on Friday mornings. So Sarah talked about, you know, when she first started Mezzaluna. So Mez was kind of in my head. And then ironically, a couple of days later, we did a photo shoot for their social media and they cooked like a whole bunch of their entrees and we got to eat oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the duck was my favorite. So I would highly oh. recommend the duck at Mez. Very good. My husband had that. We had our first date night since having the baby. I can't believe it took us over a year to get to be able to get out. But again, being by family helps. And we went to Mezzaluna and I was so happy. He had the duck. I had their shrimp pasta and they make their pasta in house. Oh my gosh. And then the most delicious wine. And I love the inside there. I felt like we were in a city. It was just a little escape. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Little mini staycation. Yeah, that was it was so fun to reconnect with them. And I got to meet all their staff and cause we had to like be posed with. Uh, and so we were like, well, we're just naturally chatting. They gave us wine. It was noon. I was like, well, it's sitting there. I mean, <laughs> you have <laughs> you to <know>? take advantage. <laughs> and then what was so funny too. And like, talk about community. I met one of the servers there and she, she's studying wine and she actually had been to Africa. So her and I literally bonded about both being in the, on the African continent together for an, like, at totally separate lives, but we've both been to Africa for an extended amount of time and we bonded through that whole shoot. Wow. So it was just so cool. Like talk about, you never know who you're going to meet. That is so cool. I love that. Now we have this thing, this good thing going for us here at Fargo. How can we extend that to those around us? How can we extend this into other communities around us? There are a lot of people traveling right now for work and um, through the universities who are based here in Fargo and are taking their ideas and their philosophies to other communities. And I think that's probably one of the best ways that we can do this is to to spread this community that we have, um, the support of nature, and to just show that through your work. I don't know if there, I'm sure there are formal initiatives happening maybe with the EDC or the chamber. I think as far as just day-to-day people and what people like you and I can do is, you know, as we travel and we go to other conferences and, you know, if we're, or if you're a student or a professor and you're traveling just to show people and be proud to say, I'm, I'm from Fargo, here's my work, here's what I'm sharing. You know, over the last couple of years, it's really cool to hear people say like, oh my gosh, you're from Fargo. Like I've heard a lot of good things about Fargo. That's, it's really fun. So I think just, yeah, keep spreading the word and bring that to other communities. Uh, that's going to be the best thing we can do. A couple years ago, it was a movie that was filmed here in downtown Tank House. And we're in it. Like they staged a market and everything. So it was um, Jesse, Jesse Bergam was on the team, you know, the crew of the movie. I think I heard about this. Mm-hmm. And they had, they had some big names. 
I think Richard Kind's in it. There's like, there's some celebrities. Like I was seeing people that I knew from TV, like walking into Young Lord Coffee. Like, oh my gosh, it was epic. And we were part of it, but I saw the trailer for it yesterday. They must've like, cause no of COVID, like, you know, put it off, but I'll just send it to you because we were there. We, we signed on as an extra. They set it up. They lit us and the cameras were right on our booth. That is so cool. You're, you're the best Fargo advocate. So you can yeah, <laughs> spread the word of Fargo through, through film through film so it's like that kind of awareness is so fun to see it come full circle from you know like the cohen's movie way back in the day to now this uh, like there's other movies there's other productions being done here and seeing that there are nuggets of things that the world will want to see and be a part of through through film yes you know through that yes did you happen to see um nicole rodenberg speak at startup brew for fargo film festival yes You did. And what she said really stuck with me that she grew up here. And when she saw the Coen brothers film, you know, love it or hate it, but she thought, wow, they think there's something special about Fargo. So maybe, maybe there is something worth, you know, filming here or talking about. So as she got into film, she then made her movie about, about this area, about rural North Dakota and traveling around here. So yeah, glob lessons, check it out. And it's true that people are starting to see that there's something here. Very cool. This has been such a joy as always. Like I could talk to you all day and I feel like Likewise. like all these great things happen. And so how can we get engaged and support the works of Emerging Prairie as well as our community? I would love to see everybody at Startup Brew. Startup Brew is my favorite part of the week. So Wednesdays from 8 to 9.30 in the morning at Fargo Brewing, we meet with free coffee from 20 Below, which is delicious coffee, such a great way to start your day. And we hear from two founders and they tell their their founder's story, how they started their company. But we also sometimes have a random act of art. We've got community announcements. And the energy in the room is so exciting. And we leave plenty of time for you to mingle and meet people. I would look, let's pack the space. Let's just have it overflowing. And if you're new, come talk to me, come talk to Kayla and we'll introduce you to people. That would be my biggest thing is come to Startup Brew. And every Wednesday, we've got great speakers coming up. So it's going to be so inspiring all year long. Oh, I love that, Jenny. So how can people get plugged into where to find that? Is there, you guys have a website, social media? Go to emergingprairie.com, sign up for our newsletter. Um, Yeah, follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and uh, reach out to us and we'll make sure that you're kept in the loop. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. And just like at Startup Brew, when she is on stage energizing us, this podcast is super energizing to me and I hope you got a lot out of it. So thanks, Jenny. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today where I hope we bring you inspiration to be well and live well in every day. I love it. Thank you, Kayla, for having me. Have a great day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed this episode, show some love by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Also join our Fit Fabulous community by heading over to FargoFitFriend.com and subscribing to our newsletter, where each week I share my tips, tricks, and resources to help you live a fit, fabulous life.